My mama taught me a lot of things. She was a lot of things. She was a daughter, a sister, a wife, a mother. She was a friend, a grandmother. In her season, she was a student, she was a nurse, she was a hospice volunteer, she was a student again. She tried on various occupations, an artist, a gardener, a seamstress, a massage therapist, you could help me name the others. However you knew Dory, thank you for being here today. Though so much of her had dwindled in recent years, I remember, and I assume you remember, what my mama taught me. Some things she taught me directly. There were some practical skills. Always have a hanky or a tissue. <laughs> there was planning and cooking and serving and finishing meals and especially soup. She was really good at soup. They had paid for a whole trip to Europe one time by having soup one day a week made from the leftovers of other meals. Soup on Christmas Eve, oyster stew was the tradition she'd been taught. But she had a daughter that didn't like oyster stew. So in our family, we had meatball vegetable soup also. Where's Molly? She taught us important things about preparing the table for the meal, because you have to join me here. Before I set the table, I will wipe it off. Before I set the table, I will wipe it off. She drilled into us things you need to know to be present with people. And while I'm on food, protein, carbohydrate, and your fruits and vegetables, every meal should have some. My mom taught me sewing basics on an old black metal machine where you had to move your knee to get the machine to go. It was not uh, a modern equipped machine. My mother taught me the importance of quality undergarments. <laughs> you had to have quality elastic, high good elastic on your underpants, wherever it was, <laughs> because she had a terrible experience in elementary school where she did not have it. <laughs> she taught me the importance of wearing a slip. Yes, Mom. She taught me about it's important to have a bra that fits properly, and that's easy for her to say. <laughs> My mom taught me about the importance of having things in life like scouting and summer camp, camping and backpacking, and that includes returning to backpacking when you're older, as she did with second winders. She taught me that if it doesn't kill you, it will make you stronger. And trust your boots. My mom taught me about caring for animals because she had a variety of them come through the home. I think the earliest was probably a rabbit. Cats came pretty soon in there. Guinea pigs, snakes, lizards, birds. Caring for things was what she does. My mother exposed me to a broad array of dance and gymnastics and swimming and various athletic skills. My mama taught me the importance, the delight of fine writing paper and a fountain pen. My mother taught me also some important relationship skills. 
She taught me the importance of showing up for the community. I remember that she was the pocket lady at the Kensington Hilltop School Carnival one year. That was my mama. She taught me how important altar guild service is, that worship be prepared and choice and lovely and prayerful. She showed me that you can welcome strangers into your home. I remember we had Japanese students come and stay for a couple of years. I mean, they stayed for a week, but for a couple of years we did that. <laughs> she showed up a community for fun things too. Queen Celeste to Ross's King Babar at a friend's party, complete with the pantyhose trunk and the cardboard ears. Join me, Ross. It's King Babar, the elephant, Celeste is with me too. My mother taught me that there is always another space at the table when someone needed to belong. She was good at crafting celebrations as necessary. You know, like cutting out the gold cardboard star to celebrate when your straight-A daughter switches schools and gets a B minus in high school English, but she knew how hard I worked for that and she gave me that star for your B minus in English, she wrote. <laughs> she said, she came up with these celebrations one time for, for after we were finishing a normal family meal on a normal weeknight, she said, we need to go for a seven minute ride. It turns out the ice cream parlor at the El Cerrito Plaza is seven minutes from our home. And so that was our spontaneous dessert activity that got repeated with great frequency. She made a celebration for a Girl Scout troop in a rainy campground in the women's restroom because that was the only place that the candles could stay lit in the rain. She even made those little celebrations of silly teaching moments. Before I set the table, I will wipe it off. She had spontaneous gin and tonic parties by the side of the road when the VW Squareback died in the Central Valley with a car load full of children and camping gear. She was able to find celebrations in any season my mom gave up chocolate for Lent one year. I was in seminary and I explained to her that technically Sundays are not included in the counting of 40 days of Lent and so every Sunday of Lent she made herself a pot of chocolate sauce and ate it. <laughs> but it wasn't just those celebrations. She was, she was able with a kindness to redirect especially in the later years of her relationship with her mother, she would redirect the conversation away from an awkward, tense time that was going to bring an emotional explosion and towards something a little bit safer, sometimes more inane. She taught me the importance of redirection. I don't know why. I was too young to understand the importance of it at the time, but she said, Helen, if you are ever married and you feel attracted to someone else, run. I don't think she ever needed to apply that, but I observed that she taught it to me. And from her Aunt Dee Dee, 
she learns to change focus and to sing it with me accentuate the positive eliminate the negative latch on to the affirmative and look out for mr in between my mom taught me about relationship with god too how to pray how to show up in church yes the church with church people and prayer books and hymnals and harmony how to be intentional about the habit of being present with the people of God. But she also taught me about prayer in family seasons, at birthday gatherings, or on the anniversary of confirmation, a little note from her with some prayer book passage scripted out in her hand. We had a felt advent calendar that hang, did hang on our kitchen door and bickered over who got to hang the last, <laughs> the last ornament on. And our crash, we put up a crash every year on the mantle. Maybe we need to do that, Dad. But it had the angel, you know, with her name tag on that said Gloria. Maybe you've seen her. So the angel Gloria was always at our house. I don't know exactly how the gorilla made it into the crash, but <laughs> she taught me about music, the importance of singing in church, in the choir, the importance of singing with other people and Christian music. I remember the gospel choir, the voices of Christ that came around. She took me to local community theater and taught me around the campfire all the musical theater you need to know. She introduced me to opera and symphony. She was responsible. But in thinking about relationship with God and prayer, she also taught me about stillness. I remember one afternoon coming home from school and walking into the house and talking to my mother and saying, Something's different. You're different. What's going on? And she said she'd been sitting still praying. It was tangible. She taught me the discipline of Bible reading and contemplative prayer. My mother taught me these things with joy. She taught me about playing with watercolors. She always had some scrap of watercolor paper that would show up as a gift tag or a bookmark or whatever, squidgies. We would pass them back and forth. I would do something and then hand it to her and she had to complete it and vice versa. We're still finding those. She taught me the importance of singing aloud around the house. We had our own sort of domestic musicals going on and how with the right people in the home, clothing is less important. She taught me the joy of skinny dipping, clothing optional baptismal renewal. <laughs> she was not one to miss a herpetolo herpetological, I think that's the way you say it, a herpetological anatomy lesson. When she and Sally, her friend Sally, killed a rattlesnake at Let's Lake, she got in there and dissected that thing and taught us about muscles and about blood and about the heart. That heart kept beating for a long, long time. 
come to think of it, some of the more joyful mischief did happen with Sally. My mother taught me one day at the table at lunch how to make fart sounds in your armpit by putting the drinking straw in your armpit and blowing. <laughs> I think her offspring, her offspring and family were a little bit caught off guard by that. But it certainly was a fine example of sharing the joy and the laughter and the silliness and knowing when to drop one's role. She taught me some things indirectly, simply by who she was. Everything from the importance of safe driving, I think she was a good driver, to the value of integrity and follow through, her loyalty. She taught me about color and playfulness and imagination and not being bound by when people expect you to use them. She taught me some things using the via negativa, how to roll with others' humor, and she was so often able to roll with it. Like the time my brother told her, gullible isn't in the dictionary, Mom. <laughs> she was halfway to the dictionary to show it to him before she realized what had happened. <laughs> she taught me the importance of a broad repertoire of coping skills, journaling and meditation and prayer. Another time, I walked into the house, and she was on the living room floor listening to music with tears streaming down her face and a cat sitting on her neck. She taught me the importance of exercise and human touch. She taught me the costly, painful, isolating potential of alcohol use. She taught me the delight of grandparenting with joyful disregard for rules and proper discipline. Dory showed up. She noticed what was going on. She saw you. She embraced life. And she came to understand some of her early experiences of waiting and adoption mattered. She found her own pain and she held it. And she knew her yearning and her seeking and approval and affection mattered. And she used that learning kindly for other people. She loved being present for others, sometimes even to her own detriment. I like to think that now she is receiving hospitality, she who so often offered hospitality is finally able to receive it fully without hesitation. However you knew Dory, thank you for being here today. Please give us the gift of sharing your stories with one another and with us. She'd like that.